You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. My name is Courtney. My name is Allison. And we are Courtney and Allison, and this is the Double X Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X Files, but mostly about how sleepy we are. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the facts of the matter, isn't it? Uh, You've had a hard time at work lately. Yeah. I just got back from a vacation, and all my students have imploded (laughs) and exploded. So we're going to try to get through this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, hey, may I say, this episode... Super goopy. Oh, yeah. Lots of that body horror that oh, we love. Oh, I love it. I love it. I I think I have a How It Should Have Ended, though. Oh, I'm excited. So, that, look forward to that. Let's kind of recap what this episode was about, Allison. Let's get right to it. Uh, here is your Netflix description. Season 4, episode 12, Leonard Betts. A headless corpse walks out of a hospital morgue, triggering the search for a humanoid life form. That possesses unimaginable regenerative powers. A headless corpse walks into a hospital and out of a bar and says, Hey, how'd you get ahead in life? But um shh. <laughs> These are the jokes. These are the jokes for <laughs> kids. Come on. Hey, let's talk about our predictions. Okay. I think I predicted something about serial killing. Yeah. And about a returning character. Now this man did kill One, at least three people. Two- Two people. Damn, damn, damn. Uh, I don't think that makes a serial. And, well, I mean, body horror is a returning character. Mm, No, no No, points. No no points. points. So what are we at now? I have two points. Yes. And you have two points. So we are tied. We are tied. At halfway. Mid-mark. Yes, this is episode 12, so uh, this is the mid-mark episode. And we are tied (laughs) 2-2. We're doing so good. We're coming in hot, right? (laughs) What do we get? Whoever gets the most prediction points, who, who, what do we get? We get a treat. What kind of treat did we decide? Do you remember? Yes. (laughs) What was it? The loser (laughs) will buy the winner a box of their choice of Halloween candy. Oh, shit. And the loser has to watch the winner eat it all. The whole thing in one go. <laughs> so maybe it should be the loser who has to eat <laughs> No, that, that sounds like winning to me. And then the loser has to hold the winner's hair uh, when the winner barfs in now, the toilet I will say we both over. have short hair. Well, you gotta get real intimate. <laughs> I can put my hair up. It just looks real funny. Looks like I'm a little baby. You look like a troll. <laughs> a troll doll. I, I do look like a troll doll. I am completely naked and I have a gem in my tummy, too. Yeah, I mean, that's, so, that's the look. That's how, that's how I roll. <laughs> let's do, let's start. Okay. Now we, okay, I did not take a lot of notes. No. Because I was excited about lizard things. You did get excited about lizard things. We start with an EMT crew. Yes. Lady EMT is driving. She's like, oh, there's, she's, he's, he's having a heart attack. And the guy, EMT's like, D- no, it's just a gas? What was it? I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. His uh, airway was, oh, it was like a pulmonary edema in his lungs, so he, now that I think of it, it didn't make that much sense. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so basically what he did was he stuck uh, like a hollow tube into the guy's throat. And he farted out his throat. Yeah, so that he could breathe. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. But then he also said the guy or had cancer. Into his chest, not his throat. Ugh, I got chest, chest fart, throat fart, they both sound the same. All farts are farts. Yeah, and then he uh, he said, oh, this guy has uh, advanced lung cancer. And, uh, the and, then he go, and then he went... Yeah, that part was gross. That was weird. Gross, huh? <laughs> it was a for- foreshadowing. Anyway, some D-bag hits the ambulance. Yeah. And they had to call for a second ambulance, which was super embarrassing. <laughs> Except they didn't. They didn't. No. She, she just... So the lady EMT, I don't remember her name. Melissa, I Melissa? think. Melissa? That sounds good. Melissa. Melissa goes... She's okay. Well, I mean, she's not okay. But she gets out of the truck. Yeah. She looks in the back. Their patient is in there. She doesn't check on him. No, she's not worried about him very much. But he's probably dead. Yeah. But then she goes find Leonard, the other EMT, and she finds... 
pieces of him. She finds a body and she finds a head. Ooh, and then we know we're like, ooh, hello. Interesting. Hello. Hello, hello head. You've uh, you've piqued our interest. Ooh, buddy horror. So they take him to the morgue. Correct. Now, I asked a question to you personally. You did, yes. Now, when the body is in two pieces, uh-huh. do they just shove them into the same thing? I think, yeah, like if it's a head and a body, I think they put them in the, like if they're missing a particular organ or something, that'll go in a separate place. What about like, what if you're like cut in half? What if it's like a magician's assistant gone horribly Well, they're going to put you on the, they're not going to waste tray room. Oh, I guess. I guess it's like the real estate business. Yeah. You know? Costs a lot of money. Yeah, costs a lot of money to get in that morgue drawer. <laughs> costs about the same amount as it does to rent in Vancouver. Hey-oh! Oh, oh, oh. This city is bonkers. I'd rather live in there, in the little morgue drawer. <laughs> it's real snug, right? Yeah, it looks real nice. No, hey, a little hey, blanket. Can I mention yeah. where you're going soon? Yeah. You're going to Japan. I am going to Japan. Nippon. Yes. Right? Yeah. As I say. As you say, apparently. <laughs> and... You're going to the city that's the home of the capsule, the capsule hotel. Yeah, I'll be there briefly. Are you gonna go in the capsule hotel? No, I booked myself a nice hotel room for my best self big. I never, uh, I never go anywhere by myself. So I was like, mm, I'm gonna, I'm staying in a hotel for one night. I'm, make, I'm gonna make it nice. What's your plan? What's my, your plan? Oh, okay. Um, well, I'm gonna fly into Tokyo. Yeah. I'm gonna figure out how to take the train to my hotel. Good luck. Yep. I'm hey, oh, did you know that in the ticket uh, machines there's a man? I did not know that. I think it's in Tokyo. I know it's in Japan, but I saw a video of someone calling for help at the ticket machine, and a man just came out. Oh, I think I saw of the that ticket too. Machine. Yeah, I think there's like a back room that he was in. No, he was in the okay. machine. <laughs> he lives there. It's a little capsule. So yeah, I'm gonna go to my hotel. Then I'm gonna go to the Seven Eleven. Hell yeah! What? <laughs> Wait. What? Yeah. Is it 7-Eleven? Oh, yeah. What kind of slushies do you think they have? I don't know, but I hear that 7-Eleven and H-Mart are the best places to get your... H-Mart is very good. And Family Mart. Family Mart? is the other one. Uh, Is the best place to get all your, like, quick snacks. (laughs) So I'm going to stock up there, find somewhere for dinner, and then the next day, I'm going to spend just, like, a bunch of time in Tokyo Station just looking around. Yeah, yeah. And you showed me about the cartoon alley. Yeah, there's a place called Character Street where the, uh, there's, like, a different little store for each popular character, like Hello Kitty and stuff, and I'm going to get you something. (gasps) Uh, related to Gudetama, who you love. My favorite lazy egg. <laughs> yes, your favorite lazy Me, egg. My Patronus is lazy egg. <laughs> Except oh. I made you not like him anymore. Why? Because his butt? Yeah, let's was say it was his butt. butt. <laughs> I don't remember. I still love him. I'm very excited for you. Me and your, oh, your thank Japanese you. adventure. This is like, I think this is the first, like, real conversation we've had about it. Yeah, I think so. It's happening on the air. <laughs> and actually, I think by the time this airs, I will already be there. Yeah. So, I mean, good luck. I'm having a great time. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if you have any suggestions for Allison, Allison's in Tokyo, Kyoto, anywhere else? Osaka, and then I'll be staying most of my time in Sasayama. So tweet. Tweet at her. Yeah, tweet at me. Tweet at Double X Files and let me know where to go. But don't stalk her on Instagram. Please. Please. Well, I'll post some cool stuff I see to the Double X Files Instagram. Yeah. And also, you're going to bring some, stu- some stuff back for the Snowman Club? Yeah, I am. Yeah. I'm going to bring some real cool stuff back. So, if you guys want to get in on that, I would join uh, before July. Yeah, please. Please join. Uh, all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash thunderquack and the $7 snail mail deal gets you in. Okay, until next time, the truth is out there. Bye! <laughs> Huh? No, we got it. Oh, God, fine. I thought I tricked you. I thought I was going to get you talking about Japan, and then you just totally you forgot did, about You got it. me into that, that like, end of episode right? banter. You right? just about got right? me. I gotcha, huh? <laughs> I think I got the listeners. They probably fell asleep, and they're like, oh, is it over oh, already? God. Okay. okay. Well, I don't care. You downloaded it. That's all I want from you. His head <laughs> fell straight off. Correct. Yeah. But. 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 His body mm. is still partying. Oh, he is partying for real. His body is just ready, so he kicks the body part. Yeah. Kicks the door right open, and the head falls on the ground, and the party, the party, the party man goes to party. This is very confusing to me, because as you saw when they put the the guy from the back of the ambulance, you see him being pushed into the morgue drawer, and usually the way the 
they put people in his feet first. Mm. So I was confused as to how that body oh. turned all the way around and kicked that door open. Well, he just squiggled, squiggled and wiggled through there. Okay. Just like turned right around. Just did a little... I guess there wasn't a lot of room. A little shimmy shake. Maybe then... his head just like head knocked against the thing. I mean, there were footprints. You know what? Maybe they want to, if the head's off, they want to, they don't want to put the head near the entrance of the capsule. Yeah. Because you know how, because you know how, like, your your fridge is really full and you just put your, like, ketchup bottle right on the edge oh, and you open the door yeah. and ketchup spills everywhere? That thing's coming out. That's exactly what's happening. There was a lot of ketchup spilled everywhere in this episode, There too. was, and jam. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, there we got a headless man just running around. And, uh, yeah, he, he tricks a guy and smashes him over the head yeah, and takes his clothes. How did he find out that there was a guy there? I don't know. I don't know. A little echolocation. How did he know where he was going at all? Don't know. Senses. His nipples tingled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his, oh, boy. His, his dick was a d- divining rod. Is that how divining rods work? Yeah. They make that noise? <laughs> so, like a metal detector. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Wait. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, he found his way home, and there's a mystery to be solved. So who's on the, the, the case? Scooby-Doo? No. Ironsides? No. Uh, TV's Frasier? Does he do that? He does not solve crimes. Oh, no, he solves... He solves emotional okay, crimes. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's Mulder and Scully. Yeah, they, you, know, you know them. Been there. Now, I thought this episode was just purely... Going to be Mulder and Scully trying to track down a headless body. And you know what? We liked it when it was that. <laughs> we were like, oh, I really love how, like, falls to the wall this concept it's is. It's kind of kooky. Just like a headless man running around. They got to find him. And then, you know, there's a little bit of Benny Hill music. And it's just a good time. <laughs> Actually, can I do how it should have ended right now? Yeah, please. Let's do it. Chris Carter and friends, I know you tried real hard. But you shed the bed again on this one. Nothing to fear, Gordy and Allison are here to clean up the mess that you've done. It's how it should have ended if you weren't so fucking bad at writing. So this is how it should have ended. No no weird regeneration, no weird like Deadpool stuff. Mm-hmm. Just two agents, <laughs> a head, and a headless body. <laughs> and what's going to happen is the head starts to talk. Oh, yes! And he's like, Scully, you'll never believe me, but I need you to reconnect me with my body. So Scully and Mulder and the head go on a road trip. (laughs) Oh my god, yes! To find this body. And this body is trying to go back to its home in Atlantic City. God, I would love an episode of the X-Files that just, you know the, how the X-Files takes on a lot of other genres? Yeah. I would love one that just takes on the genre of road movie. Right? And we just get, like, all the tropes that are involved in so, that. So, imagine, like, they gotta stop at the Sevy, and the head wants a Slim Jim, but the head wants a very specific type of Slim Jim, so he's like, just bring me in. So, like, Scully's gotta, like, I don't know. Like at a bowling ball band. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. just peeking out. He's, and like, he's like, I want honey garlic. <laughs> right? And then... They finally go to Leonard's childhood town, Lanark City. Yeah. And the and the and the torso is on the beach. Just staring at the just waves. Staring at the waves, but they can't he can't see the waves. But he can feel the sand. But he can feel the sand beneath his toes. They There's feel a his breeze. breeze is getting a little little erection. Hey, I mean. It's Lanark City. <laughs> Who wouldn't? And Scully lifts the head and puts it on the shoulders. And then he is free. And he dives into the ocean and he never comes back. <laughs> he swims away. That's how it should have ended. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. But instead we have this weird lizard stuff. Yeah. And like, oh boy. Just a lot of weird science. Weird science. Weird science. Anyway, there's a stew? <laughs> According to you. Wait. So, um. Yeah, tell us about this. Mulder and Skelly, uh, they find the guy that got knocked out. They know that either a headless body or a man, depending on who you ask, uh, stole the clothes. Uh, they're trying to figure out what happened to the head. Yeah. So they go through the hospital and they go to the, it's like a waste storage system. But it's like body part waste. Yeah, so it's all surgical waste, which means like things that have been taken out during surgeries. I didn't realize, I thought like you could keep that stuff, but I guess not. 
Uh, I think it depends what it is. Because, like, if you take your tonsils out, can you keep them anywhere? Yeah, you can. I think dentists are cooler with that. You don't get your tonsils. Not, not a dentist, but, like, an ENT. Oh, oh, oh. What if, like, I don't know, what if I wanted to... What if my arm had to get cut off and I just wanted to keep it and mount it on my wall? That's a conversation that you would need to have with your doctor. So I could keep giving <laughs> myself high fives. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's a good idea. I know, right? Back scratcher? <laughs> yeah. I think some people keep, like, um, bladder stones and stuff. Ooh. I don't know. See, with bladder stones and, like, kidney stones, you battle with them. Yeah. I don't want them. You don't, don't want, want that them. reminder. But if it's, like, a piece of me, I But what if it's, like, it. I beat this? I'm bigger than this. I'm stronger than this so, little piece of sediment that burned my people so fucking bad. And, and like, your, your so- daughter and son are complaining, like, mm, I don't want to do the dishes. And you just... Look at my kidney stones. I beat this little fucker. You'll beat the dishes. You're like, mom. Your people's not even going to burn that bad, Charlie. <laughs> Don't tell me about your pee hole. Oh, boy. Yeah, actually, I would like to keep my kidney stones. <laughs> it's like a battle trophy. It is about, I would wear them around my neck. Mm. Mm, like pearls? It's a bold move. Like pearls? Okay. Is that what, it's like human if pearls. you have enough. Wait, wait. <laughs> Are kidney stones like human pearls? They might be. But if you have enough of them to make a full necklace, you might need more serious medical attention. <laughs> You're eating... You may have a lot of gout, is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. Stop eating that red meat. Okay. Never. <laughs> have you ever had kidney stones? No. Bladder stones? Nope. They're they're coming. It's clean as a whistle down there. Yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta have one part of me that's not broken. <laughs> okay, the stew. Yeah, okay. Scully reaches in, squiggles around in there, is real smushy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Mulder, I need your help. And he's like, ugh. He's ugh. He's ucked, yeah. He's, he's uh, ooped out why. a little bit. I guess it's just humor for humor reasons. Yeah, but then later he, like, is making jokes about it while he reaches in. So it's kind of like, what? Who are you really? <laughs> Isn't that a great question? <laughs> yeah. Mulder, who the fuck are you? They find a head. Yeah. It's not a great head. No, it's not a great head. And Scully's gonna... Hey, how's your head? Pretty good. A little sweaty. Okay. Uh, the correct answer is, haven't had any complaints. Oh, shit. You're right. <laughs> that one's way better. Good job. Hey, I'm gonna high-five you. That was a lie, you guys. She high-fived herself. I didn't get any. I'm sorry. I can't help it. <laughs> I, can't, I have a problem. <laughs> Just give it to me under the table, Allison, please. It was weird. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, bro. Anyway. Um, one cool thing that Scully says about this uh, surgical remains thing is that apparently it turns all of the surgical remains into sterile soot, which is used as road fill. <gasps> We're just driving on, like, spleens and appendixes. And yeah, you sure are. And, like, lengths of intestine. Everywhere you look. <laughs> Everywhere you look, there's a spleen, something to drive on. <laughs> That's why it's so squishy. You know what? You know what? You know what? those playgrounds, they say that they're made out of, like, oh, tires? Oh, yeah! Uh-uh. Definitely not, body parts. Not made out of tires. <laughs> Little Jimmy's playing on some body parts. How do you feel now, helicopter parents? Very good. Mm. Wait, you... In a previous episode, you took to task people who get upset at helicopter parents, and you seem to now have switched your opinion completely. It's been a long week, okay? okay I can't okay. keep track of my own qualms. <laughs> the the head. Let's yeah, talk. Hey. Yeah, okay. Hey. Hey. Let's talk about some head. Okay. Let's get some head. <laughs> This head on a table. Yeah. At first, it don't look too good. No. And then then suddenly, it's really good. I'm like, oh, that's great. And you're like, no, Cordy, that's the real actor. That's the actor. That's not. (laughs) And this part pooked me so hard. It really did. He, the head, opens his eyes and then opens his mouth wide. Yeah. Like a child from The Ring. Yeah. (laughs) Or the child with the cat that came out of their mouth. Which one was that? The Grinch. The Grunge? The Grunge. The Grinch. The Grunge. The Grunch. The Grinch? That's a different thing. And and then closes everything. And Scully's like, oh my god. And I'm like, oh my god. And it was really good. Yeah, it was And that's cool. what I was hoping. That's what I was hoping. The head would talk to Scully like, hey, you gotta get me reattached, buddy. Yeah, I need your help. And then a road trip. 
But no. No. Instead, they cut the head apart. <laughs> they do. Why would you cut a head apart if it's, like, moving and shaking? Well, uh, because Scully doesn't believe that it, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. While Scully is doing this, Mulder goes to Betts' apartment. Yeah. Where he finds a tub full of iodine. <sighs> yeah, and blood. And lots of blood everywhere. Blood everywhere. So I think, okay, well, the tor- the little torso guy's got a boo-boo. Yeah, it also makes it look like he went out the window. Yeah. Now, I do have to say to you and to all the listeners, iodine does not help your cuts. That is from Sawbones. You need a lot of iodine to keep helping your cuts, and you need to pour it on for like 25 minutes. Oh, you learned that from Sawbones. Yeah, from Sawbones, the podcast Sawbones. Oh. They have a whole thing on iodine. It's very interesting. shout out to that podcast from this podcast. Yeah, they do weird body stuff, and we do weird body stuff. You think Sidney McElroy could tell us about how... Um, kidney stones are really human pearls. Oh, almost certainly. I should write in. <laughs> you should write in. <laughs> she probably won't read my email. <laughs> probably not. I'll tweet at her, guys. Anyway. So they cut the body up. No, they cut the head up. Yeah, yeah. They, they cut the head into very thin slices. And what is... Okay, Mulder's obsessed with this, like, aura thing. What's this aura thing? Mulder starts talking about how, like, the guy that they have cut it into slices, which I took issue with and I will talk about. Why? You want to talk about now? Yeah, sure. The way that they cut this head into slices is very strange. Uh Uh-huh. Because normally you would do that, like, laterally, like, from side to side. Like from one cheek to the other? Yeah. Not frontsies. Not frontsies. They've clearly done this frontsies to backsies. Yeah. Um, well, it does get a cooler cut. It, yeah, and it like looks cool, but it's, you know, you're getting a whole lot of like eyeball in one section, then no eyeball in the other section. Yeah. And I think you kind of more want like... More eyeball. Yeah, and like a more, like a better view of the whole brain. Mm. It's like cutting a tomato, right? Yeah. Sometimes if you cut it right, it's perfect, and then other times all the seeds fall out. Mm, and I, I never, hate that. I never know which way is the right way to cut a tomato. Can I tell you how you see cherry tomatoes? What? How? <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid. <laughs> hey, I'm afraid right now. Okay. You never like my stories about how I eat things. <laughs> okay, because you told me once that you peeled the skin off of the grapes and, and then teeth. ate the skin. Yeah. First. <laughs> That's why I'm a little gun shy, Allison. Okay. <laughs> Tell me how you eat fucking cherry tomatoes. And I stick the, my pointy teeth in them. I suck all the juice out. <laughs> okay, Bonicula. Like, settle. do you still do that? Yeah. <laughs> so you create a, a hole. Yeah. And then do you just... Yeah. Oh, God. So it's just a shell it's of It's like a, a little shooter. It's like a little shot. A little <laughs> tomato shot. And then, but isn't the tomato skin just awful afterwards? It's very sweet. Is the it? tartness is all in the, oh, the juice. I didn't think about that. I'm going to try that. Mm, you should. But I won't try the grape It's thing. transcendental. <laughs> okay. I'm going to, I want to open a restaurant where people have to eat everything the way that I used to eat it as a kid. Or currently. Yeah, or currently. And then I serve them grapes and I'm like, mm, but you have to eat it this mm, way. Mm, That's mm. the dining experience. You can get grapes anywhere. And everyone has to wear a mask of you, your face, <laughs> and then have a little hole cut out for their mouth to get the true experience. That's terrifying. But then you put laxatives in everyone's food so they have the complete The experience. full experience. <laughs> or the empty experience by the end of the night. That's a horrible restaurant. Yeah, it's very bad. I'll support it 100%. <laughs> Thank you. I will eat cherry tomatoes like that. I have some at home. I'll let you uh, know when my Indigo goes up. <laughs> Guys, hey, uh, take a vine or, or whatever of you eating cherry tomatoes like that, please. Courtney, vine is dead. Is it? Yes. Oh, I'm old. It's I'm It's gone sorry. forever. Really? Have, I'll do an Instagram moment. <laughs> oh, shit. The Facebook has those, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Nah. Social media. We're old. Womp womp. I remember when we didn't have YouTube. MSN Messenger. AOL Messenger. AOL Discs. Where we got the internet from. (laughs) Every day we went out to the AOL farm and told the soil and one day we hit discs. (laughs) And you put put it into your gateway computer (laughs) and you hope to God you still had 25 minutes of internet left. And Jesus Christ, if your mom needed to use the phone. (laughs) Hit discs. 
about the head where Scully said like oh it was just impulses from dead cells and Mulder's like but doesn't that make it still alive technically and they have like a whole philosophical discussion and if the whole episode was about that I would have been like yeah cool but then they started talking about like chi and shit and I was like you'll ask me. Um, yeah cause I mean you could even have a discussion on like okay when is a body part not a human. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. Yeah that kind of stuff is really interesting cause there's a lot to talk about in a lot of ways that we can kind of expand our own mindset to consider new things. Yeah like uh um, Stiff by Mary Roach is all about that. Yeah. It's all about, like, well, when do we consider a corpse a human or when is someone actually dead? It's re- it's a really good yeah, book. Yeah, it's a great book. Yeah, that would have been good. Also, the torso guy going to Atlantic City. That would have been Also good. Right. But now we've got some weird, like, Eastern medicine chi. Well, and weird... also, like, the thing that bothers me is that, like, if that had followed through and been, like, what it was, it would have been really interesting. But the way they put it in the middle as, like, a red herring throwaway, again, like, feels shitty. Yeah. So if it was like, oh, it actually is like this hopefully respectfully presented Eastern mysticism sort of thing. Uh, well, yikes. It, was, it was presented by Mulder, so, so it probably rarely. was that. Um, yeah, but it, no, it was just very like a very throwaway thing. But my favorite part of this head sequence huh? is when they um, they put it in the goop and then they pull <gasps> it out of the goop Ooh. and it looks just like when Austin Powers was unfrozen. Does your head make you horny, baby? I mean, by... Technically, by definition, I, I guess, because all of your sexual impulses are originate in your brain. <laughs> I guess in the, in that way, yeah, your your head does make you horny. You do, your head does make me horny? You, mm. Mm, high five? Well, you did it to yourself again. I can't get any skin. Let's talk. Okay. <laughs> You're down to business. About yin-yang hair. Oh my god, yes. This man. This man. He's got yin-yang hair, and he takes aura photos. Uh, yeah, and then, okay, so they take one of the slices, and they, like, put it up on the wall, and it's, or it's like a photo, it's a photograph of the head slice. Yeah, and amber is the color of his energy. Yes. Well, pink. pink. More pink. No. Um, (laughs) and it looks like in the photograph, there's shoulders beneath that head. I guess. But then also, like... If it is the cancer thing, then why is this happening? <laughs> cancer has shoulder aura? I don't know. But like, why? That doesn't make <laughs> Courtney, I feel like I am at season one levels of, like, frustration. You got like, pooped. Like, it doesn't make any GT sense. Oh. But... I don't think you can have it both ways. I don't think he can be a living tumor wait, that eats wait. tumors. You, you can have it both ways. And have his, like, aura... <laughs> Show the rest of his body from the photograph of his head. I don't think you can have both. No, you can't. You can't have both. I know you want the best of both worlds, but you're not fucking Hannah Montana. (laughs) You're Mulder. I don't want to be Mulder. shit. No one does. Yeah, so if he's a cancer guy... If he's Deadpool, right? That's yeah, what he established. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, it, yeah. So this the Leonard Nimoy, no Betts. Leonard, Leonard Betts. He is a Deadpool. Yeah, he's a Deadpool. So he's made out of cancer. Yeah, and it regenerates. Yeah. So he's a Deadpool. Mm-hmm. When did Deadpool come out? Did they just totally rip off Deadpool? No, <laughs> like the oh the comic book. Character? Yeah, in the nineties, my dude. Oh, that's a hundred percent. We should look that up. Oh shit. Anyway, he's he's a Deadpool, so he he his cancer regenerates. But then the aura thing, like yeah, I don't know. and then Mulder like says of the aura thing. Uh, Skelly's like, well, how can it show his shoulders? And then Mulder says like, oh, his life force is chi, and that's what's sustaining him. No, it's cancer. But then it's like that's disproven. I that's the frustrating thing is that like nothing on the X Files is ever about proof. <laughs> Or truth. Or truth. <laughs> Just bullshit. Um, so it's like, well, you, you know, to have one theory, you have to, you have to prove a theory or disprove a theory. Like, it's, ugh, I don't know, I'm frustrated. No, I know, I know what you mean. It, they could have cut that entire section out. Oh, yeah, And it would have made a little bit more sense. I mean, I would have been sad about the lack of Austin Powers reference. <laughs> Me too. We, hey, Allison, we all would. <laughs> now. Oh, boy. You in here. They go to the mom. They yeah. go to his mom. They go to the, the mom, his because, mom. Because they find out that this guy's fingerprints. How did they get his fingerprints? Oh, they uh, take your fingerprints when they process you at the morgue. Oh, okay, okay. So they get the fingerprints, yeah. and they find out those two guys. 
Yeah, so he had an alter ego. And they went to the mom. To his mom. And the mom's like, she's been dead for six years. Yeah. And then, anything happened with the mom? Uh, we noticed her wallpaper. Yeah, we did like it. It had uh, fruits on it. It looks like Willy Wonka's wallpaper. Mm-hmm. You scratch and sniff it. Why wasn't that ever a thing, do you think? Scratch and sniff wallpaper? Because I don't think you want kids drooling all over your fucking <laughs> wallpaper. No, no, not for kids, just for you and me. Well, oh, For adult people. It wasn't scratch and sniff. It was licking? It was scratch and taste. No. Oh. Or not even scratch. Like, you just you just licked it, and it had a flavor. The schnozberries taste like schnozberries. <laughs> But do you think they need to, like, replenish the flavor? Whose job is it to, like, pump those snozberries full of snozberry in the wall? I think you know the answer to that, and it's the Oompa Loompas. Slavery? Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She just, he, okay. So, Leonard is on the run. Yes. And he's got a gun. No? No. Um, uh, Mulder starts talking about how, well, Skelly's like, well, how could this have happened? Like, how could a person become this way? And Mulder starts talking about punctuated equilibrium, which is... A, uh, now, what is that? Yeah, I don't understand. So that is actually a theory of evolution. It's the sort of contrast to gradualism. So gradualism is the theory that everything gradually evolves slowly over time. And this okay. is like a really, like, simplistic explanation. Yeah, um, and that's pu- what I need. Okay. Well, I'm just in case anyone gets mad at me. Okay, okay. Uh, and then, I won't. I'm a, I'm a dummo. <laughs> punctuated equi- equilibrium is like evolution happens in fits and starts. Like X-Men. Yeah. Yeah, like X-Men. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like you have one person who's got superpowers because they've evolved too much. No, but like that would be the case if it was like in a fit and start, one person evolved to have superpowers and then they bred that into the gene pool. Okay. Like new, basically new advantages or new like elements come up and then are bred in and that's how they affect. Then they get busy and then everyone has baby superpower people. Yeah. So it's like, I guess like a good way to describe it would be like in gradualism, you know, it takes 50 years for uh, a fin to become a vestigial bone. (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) You know, a a vestigial. Don't worry, honey. It doesn't take that long with me. (laughs) Whereas in punctuated equilibrium, uh-huh. you know, it takes one year or one person, like one orca is born with a vestigial bone instead of, oh, fuck, instead of a fin. You chose this example. Keep going. You're looking at me. Um, I won't look at you. Yeah, so it like just out of the blue, one orca or other animal is, is born with a vestigial bone instead of a flipper and then that is... And that, and that orca bones other people. With, are, are, whoop, other orcas. Vestigially. <laughs> and then everyone gets a boner. Yeah, I mean... That's, that's what they call it, right? If a vis- vestigial bone is called a boner. If that's your thing. <laughs> I get it now. Thank you. That was a great example. Do you know what vestigial means? Um, It's sticky-outy. No? No. no. It means... Uh, the appendix is a vestigial organ. Oh, it means it's not needed. Yeah. Okay. See? Still sticky outy. <laughs> Is it? Mine doesn't. Does yours? Should it? Uh oh. So that's Anthropology 101 with Allison. I learned a lot today. Oh, good. So they're saying that this lizard guy, Deadpool, yeah. he. He just happened. He's a spurt. Yeah, he's and a he, spurt. And then he's going to bone other people. Yeah. And they're going to turn into lizard people. And there's going to be more spurts because of that. Ooh, got well. Winnie Boo. Anthropology super dirty. It's very horny. <laughs> I took the wrong subject matter. Lizard Deadpool man. Yes. What about him? Oh, he's, he's so sweaty. He's really gross. He's kind of like, I don't know. Because he comes up out of the bathtub. That happened Oh, before. yeah. That was a while ago. <laughs> the Ooh. iodine tub. Where is he now? Well, he he goes back to work. Yeah, he does go back to work. He just wants a sense of normalcy, I guess. And so he goes back to work, but in a different ambulance. Yeah. Or may I say... Wambulance. <laughs> you may not. <laughs> and then her, his partner, yeah, hears him over the radio, mm, and Melissa. then she's really like, "Oh, well, well, I know that guy. His head. I saw his head just come straight off, clean off his body." And then she finds him in the bushes, yeah. and he's like, "I'm sorry." Oh, he's so sweaty though. I, he's very sweaty. And then he injects something into her. Yes, and she dead. She dies. But someone leaps to her rescue. Yeah, a guard sees this happen, and he chases Leonard Betts, and then he handcuffs him to a car. A young Paul Blart. (laughs) 
just leaps in the 90s. Full blurred hospital cop. At the, at the peak of his health. On that segue. Oh, just come. He doesn't need it, but it's the style it factor. It is the style. He does get handcuffed. Uh, they handcuff he handcuffs him. him to a car, and then the guy goes away, and then Leonard Betts breaks, he rips his own thumb off. Which, like, is that enough? Yeah, because it was like he he took off not just like the I'm doing I'm doing a fisting motion. With you my are. Hand. I can see that. I so he would have had to take off this joint. Yeah, he would have had to take off the tarsal the or not tarsal. Oh, um, <laughs> duh, not a tarsal. The carpal, the metacarpals, and a couple of the maybe a couple of uh, vestigial bones. I think. Yeah, maybe even one of his wrist bones. Ooh, God. Probably the hamate. The, excuse me? The hamate. Oh, that's a very cute bone name. Yeah, it is. It's got a <laughs> hook. That's how you remember it. Really? Yeah, the hook of the hamate, and the hook connects to your carpal tunnel. It, oh. Yeah, so the hook hooks onto your carpal tunnel. It's one of four bones that do in your wrist. You have eight bones in your wrist. I broke a lot of them. That's fair. I broke one of my, or I fractured one of my carpals when I was drunk. <laughs> You need to stay away from the sin juice. I'm a bruiser. <laughs> Why? How did you break it? Did you fall down? No idea. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, was this the strawberry wine? Yeah, don't let my parents listen to this. Oh! <laughs> I didn't know you broke it. Well, you fractured it. I didn't know that. Yeah. Aww. That's why it hurts when it rains. Aw, I have a dumb hand too. When I, I got in my car accident, it hurts oh, when yeah. it rains. Yeah. It's, um, I didn't know bad. it was from the strawberry wine. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Just woke up, bruised as hell. I was like, mm, don't know how that happened. Scrapes on the face. <laughs> I want to say you punched a really racist person. Or tree. Maybe a racist tree. I don't know. Talking shit about pine. How dare you? How dare you, oak tree? Oak privilege. <laughs> Deciduous trees think they're so fucking great. <laughs> Let's talk about Leonard's snack food. Okay. It's body. It's cancer. It's, it's tumors. It's tumors. His tr- that he stole in his mother's car, and the trunk is full of uh, surgical waste. Uh, it's just full of tumors because he he got to eat them. Oh, uh, got to eat them to get big and strong. Oh, uh, because he's a cancer guy. He's a cancer boy. He's like the real cancer man. That is, I guess, the difference in terms of copyright infringement between him and Deadpool. Oh, Deadpool doesn't eat tumors. He only eats tacos. Ah, uh, very true. Very yum, true. Yum, 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 yum. Ew, that was ooky. It was a little ooky, yeah. So we find out that the this lizard guy, <laughs> he can grow new body parts, but mm-hmm. he needs cancer to do so, correct? Yes. So they talk about how, like, oh, he can drop his thumb because it, you know, it's a fear response. Or oh, can but we he... talk about how, like, his face when he dropped his thumb? Oh, yeah, it's really gross. <sighs> Just, like, really. It's like when I drop something else. <laughs> the kid's off of the pool. Uh-huh. <laughs> By the way, I just came back from Vegas, uh-huh. where I realized I didn't poop for like four days. Oh, God. It was awful. Oh, God. That sounds like a well, nightmare. alcohol and up late, and so your sleep schedule's off, so yeah. my poop schedule's off, and I was just so... God, things are going to be wild when I'm in Japan, huh? I'm so excited and scared, and so everything was clenched mm. right up there. And then yesterday, I just exploded. <laughs> And I realized I had pooped. It was like painful, man. Oh, I hadn't no. pooped in four days. I'm sorry, friend. Oh, it was awful. Thank you, listeners, for being our poop diary. Someone's like tracking our cycles <laughs> out there. Yeah. Some weird fantasy. Like, oh, oh, okay. Well, Courtney obviously has slow bowel syndrome. And <laughs> take some iron. Anyway, that was my... I did go to Vegas. I did have a lot of fun. But that poop schedule, man, just completely off. Yikes. Ugh. So they go to, oh, Leonard Betts, he goes to a bar. When do we see him come out of his own skin? Uh, after oh, not the yet. bar, after Yeah, the bar. so he goes to the bar. Don't ruin it! I'm sorry. He meets this guy, I was gonna say biker, but I don't know that. Yeah, don't, don't be stereotypical about it. He could Why? be like... Why, the X-Files does. That's yeah, true. He could be, you know what, he was a world-class pianist. He had a what? He was a world-class pianist. He had a what? A vestigial bone. <laughs> I got one, but it ain't vestigial. <laughs> he had a sixth finger. Made a really good pianist. <laughs> anyway, he's got lung cancer. Yeah, he's got lung cancer. So Letter Betts follows him, and then he takes him to a storage facility. Yep. And um, he says, you, you got what I need, but you say I'm just a friend. So I'm going to eat you in the end. 
Nice. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Nailed it. Um, yeah, so he does this real weird thing where you're looking at him, and then he opens his mouth oh, real big. so good. And his whole face deforms, and then another, like, slimy thing comes out of his mouth, and it's a whole other head. Okay, so I thought this was, like, a lizard thing. Yeah. And he's shedding his skin. But that lizards do not do that, as I understand it. What? Like, have a whole new head come out of their head. No, they do. Oh, do they? Well, when Pinto sheds, you can even see her little, like, eyeball. Oh, yeah, that's it's true. really cute. And, but Nacho, Nacho's different. Nacho, mm. well, he is very different. He's a special boy. He eats his own skin. Ugh. He pulls it off of him Ugh. and eats it. Ugh, I don't like it. <laughs> He's a very special boy. He sounds like a special boy. But, yeah, Pinto, when you take her, when you take her skin, you can see, like, her whole eyeballs and stuff. Do you think, okay, do you think, if she's molting, could you just, like, Pinch her tail and just like lift her up. She just slips right out. I am uh, just like a pair of pajamas. Usually it's head first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you like hold her head and the whole thing slips yeah, off the you butt. Can do that. She she rubs herself so she like unzips. That's herself. not as fun though. I'll try it next time. <laughs> okay, please. She won't appreciate it. <laughs> She's like, now I'm not gonna eat for months. Ugh. Thanks, mom. Yeah. So yeah, he. This was fucking. Awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. It and was really, really scary. Really cool because you can see the balls like come up into the guy's throat. Yeah. Now you mentioned mm. this is the highest watched X Files of all time. Yeah, it debuted directly after Super Bowl Thirty One. Oh my god! So this is the episode that is the most watched episode of the X Files of all time. And then the episode after, no one watched because they yeah, after like, seeing oh a man barf up another man, like they're like, nope. But what a bold choice! What a fun Fucking bold Because actually the one that's after this was going to be the one that they aired and then they switched it. Really? Yeah. Because they were like, oh, we go hard. Oh, we're going to just have a man barf up another man. Yeah. I kind of know how we do. You know what? I appreciate that bold choice. Mm -hmm. I would have made that bold choice too. Yeah. Now, it's not, he's not like shedding his skin. It's just a new boy. Yeah. Well, the, the skin that's coming off is like, yeah, an old boy, like a husk. A boy I husk. Think, but I think well, that's that, who drove. How? It's just a, it's an, another Leonard. I don't think he can do that. But the other one was just all, like, ooky. That's a good point. Because that's who, because. But he, like, looks at, but then I guess the head that got cut off did still move. It still moved, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. You know how I felt about this episode? How? How? how, how? I felt um, the same as the name of this storage center, which is, you keep it. <laughs> hey. I see you got, you just barfed up another boy. <laughs> hey, you keep it. You keep it. This <laughs> one's on me. Yeah, so the the original, well, the, Leonard II drives in the car. Oh, yeah, because Mulder and Skelly go to you keep it. Yeah. Um, and then they go to his thing, and you know what comes out the bottom of his little storage locker? Squab and we dwam. Okay, Ralphie. <laughs> Family circus. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit of just jam just starts coming because it's actually his new uh, his brunch pop up is in this <laughs> storage what, locker. Hey, what's uh, what's his brunch pop up name? Oh, it is called Heads Up. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of something with eggs. The jam is coming out because he's serving waffles. Mm-hmm. Waffles and the whipped cream and got all the jam jelly and everywhere. In, in each little, like, little divot of the waffle uh-huh. is a little bit of tumor. Oh. It's not a tumor. <laughs> it's brunch. It's brunch. It's not a tumor. Dot, dot, dot. It's brunch. That's the name. That's the name. We got it. Nailed it. I- <laughs> that was also not me. And now I... <laughs> Now I've got a vestigial bone and I just... <laughs> Revenge. Oh, God. I Now I know how you feel. I'll never do that to you again. I'm sorry. <laughs> so the car... So the second boy got blown up. And yeah. now we have another lizard boy who what, is... Yeah. What, skinless? So he they open it up. He drives the car out. They shoot at the car. And then it explodes. Which... We didn't expect. No, personally. we were like, "What the fuck?" And I didn't realize. Like at first, I didn't register that he probably blew it up on purpose. And I was like, "You can't shoot that point blank and have it explode. This isn't a video game." No, but I guess he did. He purposely tried to get those cops off of his trail. Yeah. So it's like, um, it's like when a lizard drops his tail, right? The tail still wiggles, mm-hmm. and so the lizard can get away, and the monster eats the tail. So it's both like a lizard and like Deadpool, and he is. Uh, Fueled by chi. 
I don't know, man. Just pick one lane. Just yeah, pick a lane. Just pick a I'm lane. I'm tired. Like, I'm done. I'm down with lizard people. I love lizard people. Deadpool, that's pretty good, too. She, not so much. I don't know. Mother's duty. Hey, let's talk about Mother's <laughs> sweet duty. Oh, no. This was the most upsetting scene for me. So the lizard, the Leonard, who is... The lizard. Lizard Leonard. Le- the, oh, God. Gecko Man. He goes back to his mom's house. Deadpool, yeah. For a mother-son sponge bath. Oh, God. It was very upsetting. She washes him. He's in the bathtub. He can't really talk. He's still reforming his whole deal. (laughs) (laughs) She says, um, it's a mother's duty to care and feed or provide. Yeah, she said, it's mother's duty to provide. She didn't say, it's a mother's duty. She said, it's mother's duty to provide. (laughs) And then, and then Deadpool's like, (laughs) and then he cuts her tumor straight out of her. Oh, God. I guess that's pretty helpful. Carefully. Carefully. Very lovingly cuts that tumor. Yeah, and then he bandages her up, and then Mulder and Scully get on the scene. What do you think, hey, what do you think tumors taste like? It's probably like a fatty... Yeah, it's probably just like like human body. Yeah? Yeah, it probably just tastes like eating human. Or spongy? Or like like the fatty parts, maybe. Yeah, you know how you get some grizzle? Yeah. I would imagine it'd be grizzly. Hmm, interesting. But isn't... Yeah. Right? Hmm, I don't know. I'm thinking of like, um, like fatty tuna or like pork belly. Ooh, maybe it's a delicacy. Mmm. Well, the him it sure is. Ooh, boy. Do you think he eats like regular food too? No, I think he just eats tumors. That would be really... I mean... I mean, really, honestly, they're probably everywhere. Yeah. But... Ugh. Readily available. Don't have to pay. Ooh. Just eat a banana or something. Get your potassium up. I don't think he needs potassium. So wait, if I eat if I eat something, do I become that thing? Yeah, that's how it works. So I'm a trash man. Yeah. So I need to eat garbage. And not only that, you can also sense garbage because you need to eat it to live. That's why I podcast with you. Okay, rude. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you know it's true. Yeah, I know. Garbage man. I'm also a garbage man. Yeah. Yeah, so mother's duty is feeding her child from her body. Oh, guys, uh, it made me so uncomfortable. She's really, she's a good actress, though. She's really good. Um, So Mulder and Scully take the mother in the ambulance. <laughs> Say it right. <laughs> Wambulance. Thank you. Um, And uh, <laughs> they don't know, or no, just Scully takes the mother in the ambulance. Ambulance and Muller doesn't know where they can't figure out where Leonard Betts has gone. Uh, and then Skelly realizes he on the roof, he on the roof, the roof, the roof, the roof is on Leonard. No, the nope. Leonard, the Leonard, the Leonard is on, on the, the roof. roof. <laughs> we don't need new tumors. Let this motherfucker die. I'm tired. <laughs> no, I liked it. That was okay, good. Good, good, good. Should have committed a little bit. I'm more. sorry. So, this is when Scully fucks shit up. Well, first he says to her, "What you smell nice? What's your perfume?" Because what oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> she has um. So this is where we find out that Skelly has cancer. Now, this episode, yeah, is it just a vehicle for the audience to know that Scully has cancer? Now, I couldn't find any evidence to support that, but it would not shock me. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Just, like, just have Skelly get, like, a mammogram, and it's like, I got cancer. Well, she doesn't have breast cancer, though. Oh, what's she got? Uh, it's some kind of nose cancer. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess her nose bleeds. <laughs> I just think she picks her nose a lot. Yeah, I mean, come on. That makes sense. When I, I was a kid, well, and also now, picked my nose all the time. Oh, when I was a kid, my finger was up there half the time. And then that's why I got bloody noses all the time. Yeah. Though I found that I've been more artful with it as a as an adult. Oh yeah, how so? Um, I don't get a, a lot of bloody noses. Mm. Is, oh, is, is so my you indicator. just like it, it's manicured. Well. It's manicured. Well, yes. Yeah. Ah, oh, oh, it's very manicured. You get all the scratchy hard bits off the mm. edges, <laughs> right? You know what I'm talking about? Eh? Eh? Hard bits? Yeah, hard bits. Edge hard bits. Well, it's like those, and then like the ones in your corner of your eyes. Those are the ones oh. that I like get really but into. But don't put it from your nose. Don't nose to eye. Why would you do that? Yeah, that's how you get pink eye? No. No. Oh, that's your butt. Yeah. Mm, don't, don't do that Don't either. go for the crunchy hard bits in your butt. <laughs> oh, God. 
Hey, we're learning today. Oh, okay. So Scully, yeah, this is where we learn that Scully has cancer, and then that um, Leonard Betts actually dies somehow. Uh, and Wait, then, and she does good kicks. Yeah, she does very good kicks, and then she uses the um, defibrillator, the, the defibrillator, to bust him right out the ambulance. Boom, ambulance. Thank you. Yeah. He needs a ambulance. Oh I right? boy, right? And he and he is no more. Yes, he's no more. He the dies. cancer is dead. And then Mulder tries to tell Scully that she did a good job and she should be proud. She says, I want to go home. And then she got a nosebleed at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like we all do. As we do. So now I'm going to, every time I'm awake at 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to think about how much cancer I have. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, X-Files. Well, if the blood is coming out of your nose onto the, uh, onto the pillow, <laughs> uh, it actually, like, to me, read a little bit more like consumption, but... Yeah, she because she coughed too. Yeah, it's like hey, 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 which is weird because also if the cancer is in your nose, why would you like? And it's not respiratory in your science, science, the, sciences, sinuses, sinuses, your sciences. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, why? Uh, I don't like it. No, stupid. I mean, not having cancer. Can't having cancer is not. Well, uh, no. I mean, I will say I'm excited to see how that plays out with Skelly's character. I'm excited know, to see Jillian Anderson. Can I like, make a prediction? On. Yeah, please. It came from the aliens. It came from the the beef jerky. No, just the aliens. You know when she was oh abducted? when she's abducted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They put the cancer in her. Hey, that wouldn't surprise me. Predicted. Predicted. Done. <laughs> Give me some Halloween candy. I've already solved it all. Okay, let's rate this. I... Because you're getting restless. I'm getting really restless. My butt hurts. Can I tell you, at the airport in Las Vegas, they have a huge horny toad. (laughs) Right? Yeah. It's huge, and you sit on it, and I got so excited... I ran and I sat on it, but I sat on a spike oh, no. and it ran right up my butt. What? And now I have a huge butt bruise. That's fake. No, it's not fake. I have a picture and everything. Of your butt bruise? No, of me on the horny toad. <laughs> it's real it. cute. It sounds very good. I love lizards. They have a turtle too. I didn't sit on the turtle because my butt hurt. <laughs> you should have started with the turtle. I know. Next time. Next time. <laughs> I ran on a spooky scale. Five is, I, I, wait, yeah, five is I'll never sleep ever again, and one is I'm going to take a good nap. This gets a four. Nice. Four point, what? Four point three. It was ooky spooky. The fucking mouth opening on that headless, yeah. the head, oh, that, I don't like it. So that's, that's, that tips me over. That's pretty good. That's, yeah. yeah, we don't get a ton of fours. No. What do, you, what do you rate on? Uh, I rate on a rage scale. It goes from one, which means this is a beautiful, wonderful, amazing, majestic piece of art. Uh, Ooh. Have uh, we ever gotten one of those? No. Nope. nope. Still waiting <laughs> uh, for the one. Um, it goes to Excelsis Day, which is a terrible, horrible, very offensive, bad episode. Yes. Um, that's the worst of all time. Uh-huh. So I'm going to give this episode a seven. What was the worst part of it? Uh, the parts that didn't make any sense. The parts that so, got me really frustrated. So much of it. Much of it, mm-hmm. yes. What was the best parts of it? The body horror yeah. and, and the, yeah, like the tub full of iodine. Oh, actually, I, re- I changed my mind. The worst part was the mother-son sponge bath. <laughs> that was the most offensive. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, and then the best parts were the body horror. Yes. As always. As always. We love us some body horror. <laughs> I got personal X-Files for you. Yay! Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Cause we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get abducted, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X-File. So we saw uh, an X-File mm-hmm. where there is a man. He has no head. Mm-hmm. He's walking around. True. What if I told you that is real life? What? There was a chicken. Oh. Named Mike. Miracle Mike. And he had his head cut off, but he was still alive. There's a picture. And there's his head. Mm. And there's his body. That's exciting. This is an article from BBC News. I'm sure you can find other articles about Mike because he is very famous. The chicken that lived for 18 months without a head. On the 10th of September, 1945, Lloyd Olson and his wife, Clara, were killing chickens on their farm in Fruta, Colorado. Yes, you do. As one does. Uh, Olson would decapitate the bird and his wife would clean them up, of course. 
Uh, but one of the 40 or 50 animals that went under Olsen's hatchet that day, ooh, hatchet, didn't behave like the rest. They got down to the end and had one who was still alive, up and walking around, says the couple's great-grandson, Troy Waters, himself a farmer. The chicken kicked and ran and didn't stop. It was placed in an old apple box on the farm's <laughs> green porch for the night, and when Lloyd Olson woke the next morning, he stepped outside to see what had happened. The damn thing was still alive, said Waters. <laughs> wow. What do you do, Allison, when you have a headless chicken in the United States in the 1940s? Hmm, what do you think? Make it your pet. Mm, nope. Oh, Take no. the chicken on the sideshow circuit. <laughs> of course. Why didn't I think of that? Back then in the 1940s, they had a small farm and were struggling. Water said, um, what the hell? We might as well. First, they visited Salt Lake City and the University of Utah, where the chicken was put through a battery of tests. Rumor has it that the university scientists surgically removed the heads of many other chickens to see if any else would live. Then they went to California and Arizona, and Hope Wade took Mike on Mike the Chicken on tour of the southeastern United States when the Olsons had to return to the farm to collect the harvest. The bird's travels were carefully documented by Clarence in a scrapbook that is still preserved today in the water's gun, gun safe. Wow. <laughs> wow. People from all over the country wrote letters, 40 or 50, and not all positive. <laughs> One compared the Olsons to Nazis. Oh, boy. Uh, another from Alaska asked them to swap Mike's drumstick in exchange for a wooden leg. Some other, some were addressed only to the owners of the headless chicken in Colorado, yet they still found their way to the family. Hmm. So Mike the chicken died in Phoenix. Mike was fed with a liquid food and water the Olsons dropped directly into his esophagus. Another, <laughs> And they used a pipette, like a pipe, what's it called? Little squishy uh, um, eyedropper? My eyedropper to clear the mucus from the throat. Ugh. And one night they awoke to Mike choking uh. and they had left the eyedropper at the circus and so he died by choking. Yeah. But there's still pictures, there's still lots of articles, there's a poem oh. about Miracle Mike the Headless Chicken. You can look it up. We will post Miracle Mike on our Facebook page. Not to be confused with Magic Mike. Nope, two a hundred percent different things. <laughs> so that's our personal X file. Nice. If you have a personal X file um, about chickens or headless things, uh, write us at double X Files Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and we especially love to hear about like anything that you have experienced or your friends and family have experienced or just weird stuff from your hometown. Yeah. Do you have like a hometown roadside attraction? Oh god, we'd love to oh, hear about that. Love we would those. be just very horny for that. We <laughs> You're really serious about that. <laughs> yes, we have vestigial bones for that. Yes. Uh anything else? Yeah, we gotta do our prediction. Well, my prediction. Let's do your prediction. Okay. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Allison, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Okay, Allison, you ready for predictions? I am. Season 4, episode 13. Never again. Never again. Yes. Well, that's very ambiguous. Boo, 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 boo. Is that? That's my ambiguous music. Oh, I thought it was the X-Files theme. Oh, it is also that. Boo, 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 <laughs> Stop stalling. Okay, Predict. fine. Um, never again. I think, I wonder if this is going to be a Scully-centric episode. That's good. Because. Thank, hey, thank God. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, we've, we've just had this revelation about her getting cancer. Oh. Uh, maybe it'll be to do with her, yeah, like her personal life or something. Okay. 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 Um, so a half point for Scully personal life. Yeah. Because I feel the, like that's something we haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. But what's the X-File What's the though? X-File though? Okay. Never again. Maybe it's something that, like, something from Scully's past. Um, the Ooh. X-File has to do with something from her past. So maybe, um, but let's say her, we see her brother for the first time. <gasps> But we have seen her brother, though. Oh, let's see your brother again. Okay. Not Charlie. I'm Bill. not talking about Charlie. Bill? Yeah, Bill. Bill okay. Jr. Maybe it's it has to do with Bill Jr. and something that they used to do with their father um, <gasps> that they're never going to do again because they realize that there's, like, suddenly an X-File about it. Like a ghost? Yeah, like a place that they used to go with that has a ghost or, like, <laughs> yeah, something that uh, a supernatural event brings new meeting to a place from Scully's past. You just read that off the Netflix description, didn't you? <laughs> no, it sounds okay. like that, though. It does. Half point for personal Skelly moments. Okay. Like intimate Skelly moments. Intimate Skelly moments. Another half point for brother? Okay. Or 
Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's say brother. Brother, brother. It's a solid. I like that. Cool. Do we have anything else to tell the Space Cadets? No, I think we kind of did all our housekeeping during the episode. Yeah, we probably did. Well, follow us on Instagram because uh, Allison's going to put up some sweet Japanese pics. Yeah, so I'll, I'll be posting lots of pics of spooky stuff that I find in my travels. So we're uh, Double X Files on Instagram. We're also Double X Files on Twitter and Facebook. And on Tumblr, we're Fuck Yeah, Double X Files. And if you have some time, it's been really booming lately. So s- subscribe and rate us and leave a comment. It's really been helping. Yeah, right? the iTunes reviews and the subscribing are, are super helpful to us. And, um, yeah, I mean, if you're enjoying the show, we'd love to hear about it. Yeah, and make sure you tell a friend. Yes, you got to tell a friend. Or, or, mm-hmm. you could swallow a piece of paper that says com. Interesting. You could go to the washroom and poop it out. Okay. You could flush it yeah. and goes into the sewage tank. Yeah, okay. And then the sewage worker has to fish it out because it's caught. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, what's this piece of shit? It's the double X file. And they're gonna they're like our demo. They're our hey, we talk about poop maybe for 90% of our podcast. So yeah. they are absolutely our demo. Girl. Nice. Right? Yeah. Good idea. Gotta get that paper. Get that paper. Do it. <laughs> Please don't. It could kill you yeah don't and we don't want to like f up your septic tanks because no. then then your sewer maintenance guys will not be fans of ours <laughs> but the x-files told me how to do it <laughs> i just listened to the podcast anyway i'm done okay until next time the, the truth, truth is out there, out there.